0: Things are a little bit different this weekend, we notice, as we begin a new year of prayer, or we call it our liturgical year, our ordered manner of prayer, and a new liturgical season called Advent. And the word Advent means uh, coming uh, in the future, and so it's a time to prepare for the celebration of the presence of the Lord not simply the birth of the Lord, uh, that has already happened. But primarily, at this point during Advent, to be able to recognize the presence of the Son of Man when he comes. And if you listen very closely to the Gospel, Jesus is pretty insistent that most people don't have a clue. So we we can put ourselves in with that number. We don't have a clue. And so we take three or four weeks of Advent to remind ourselves that the Lord is coming and coming near indeed to all of us if we can take notice. And so Advent is like a three or four week uh, practice for recognizing the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus called himself that two or three times in the gospel, just that we heard a couple moments ago. He didn't say, but I will come. He talked about the Son of Man, a nickname he picked up from the book of Daniel. Daniel uses that name for referring to God in his actual almighty presence coming on a... coming on a cloud in the heavens in power and maybe as a child jesus kind of liked that nickname but he certainly uses it all the time referring to himself it doesn't seem to fit with all the other things that we know about him you know not clinging to power or uh, a political presence or anything like that and yet he uses that term so we're stuck with it. The Son of Man comes when we are least expecting it. Let's go back to the first reading. First of all, in the Advent season, the new year that we're starting, uh, the liturgies are significantly different. We are surrounded by uh, different uh, readings, uh, different music, color, the tone of our prayers, and the disciplines of the church. So, it. Kind of When we walk in, oh yeah, it's Advent. I forgot about that. Tell me the colors. Uh, just a, uh, a kind of a prayerful reminder that this season is a little bit different. We began by listening to the uh, prophecy of Isaiah and also of the gospel according to Matthew. Those two are going to stick with us for the readings during the rest of the Sundays of Advent. Isaiah and then Matthew. What's with Isaiah? This is pretty close to the very beginning of the book. So when, when the words were being proclaimed, we were actually listening to Isaiah. And then at the end of the reading, we chimed in with the choir Let us go singing up to the house of the Lord. Something's different here. With those words, there's a lot of anticipation and hope. So Isaiah begins recognizing this new uh, time period that's altogether different. They are coming back, the people of God are coming back from the 50-year Babylonian captivity. Not much fun there, but they're coming back now to Jerusalem. What's it going to look like? Will it be look like rubble, Uh, like pictures we see from Ukraine? Probably not much better. Fifty years in the captors' hands. Uh, That can be a, a very ugly picture. And most of them coming back didn't remember it anyway because they'd been gone For 50 years, they were probably some of the old-timers when they came back to Jerusalem. Oh yeah, this was our neighborhood over here. I Used to live down here by so-and-so. But for the most part, most of these people were born into a foreign captivity. So Isaiah, leading them back, is euphoric. Let us go to the house of the Lord. I don't know what the temple's going to look like when we get back that's going to be a mess uh, if there is even is a temple to get back to but Isaiah is everybody let's rejoice we're coming home and this time it's going to be an awful lot different the whole world will rejoice that we are back home here in Jerusalem and this will be for as far as we're concerned, this will be the center of our faith and our lives. And so he holds up very great promise that we will be an example uh, of the people of God and we'll, we will be a hopeful example to the whole, the whole wide world for them to see. Well, did that pan out? You can decide for yourselves how well or maybe how poorly that vision panned out. Another vision, which I think we're all very fond of, that was mentioned by Isaiah, trying to get everybody's spirits up. But this isn't gonna be like the last time. Our swords will be turned into plowshares. So the weapons of war are now going to be replaced by the implements of farming. Our swords will be, our spears will be turned into pruning hooks to help us catch all of the fruit off of the trees. This is different. And we're not preparing for war. That is different. So you can see the great hope. And that's why we hear Isaiah all four Sundays of Advent. And you'll hear it Every weekend, the first reading when you get in here, readings of uh, great anticipation and great hope. And we've already kind of been hit with it, hit with it almost as the door with the first reading. Like, well, this is, this is different. It sounds very hopeful. I hope we can pour it on. Then Jesus, toward the end of the gospel, you'd think he, this would be coming from the beginning, though, no. This is right before Matthew 25. When did, you, when did I see you hungry and not feed you, or thirsty, or not go down to jail and visit you when you got thrown in jail? Um, very strong words, because he says, if you didn't do that, well, then you missed it uh, for me. Well, you weren't, j- oh, yes, I was. You weren't hungry, yes, I was. You just didn't recognize it. He said, that is, I hunger when someone else hungers. Well, with this kind of a a stepping stone into Advent, it's saying, as he said in his own work, stay awake. Be able to recognize when the Son of Man comes again. Don't miss out on it like these people who were wondering, what is this ark all about? And then they noticed it started raining. And then it's still raining today. It's still raining. Yeah. It's going to keep on raining for 40 days. You had to be prepared. Well, this guy was prepared. Noah seemed to do a fairly good job getting ready for it. And it's that kind of anticipation that Jesus is trying to Tease out of his disciples. Be alert. Be aware. Those people in the days of Noah, they had no clue. And as far as I can tell now, it doesn't look like we're doing much better. So we could say, yeah, that looks like our society as well, not just the community of faith and the smugness of our prayers and church. There's one other thing I think is very important about uh, Advent. This doesn't come right out of the readings. It's more of the spirit of the season. The liturgical season tries to make us aware in many different ways, make us aware, number one, of our need for salvation. We don't do this on our own. That translates into a need for a savior. And a lot of our beautiful and traditional uh, Advent music that we draw out at this time of year makes that very clear to us, that first point of we are in need of a savior. The second point is we are also in need of a redeemer. And many of our Advent liturgies, the scriptures, and Advent music bring that out in front of us. We really do need redemption. Maybe more today than we ever thought of earlier in the days of our lives. Need for a Redeemer and need for salvation. And then, of course, our uh, our faith is recapitulated when we begin celebrating at the end of Advent we celebrate the birth of a Redeemer, the birth, the coming of salvation but in the meantime it's one big long practice session called Advent practicing up to recognize the Son of Man, the Savior the Redeemer when he comes now when Jesus sent out the uh, 72, he said, you you go ahead of me, go in twos, I'll be coming along one of these days. And, well, what are we supposed to tell them when we get out there, going from town to town? Just tell them the kingdom is near. Yeah. And, that's it. Tell them The kingdom is very near. That's good for our practice session. Looking around already for the the Savior's signature all over the place. If we do Advent well, or as Jesus said, stay awake, be alert. These people back in Noah's time didn't know it doesn't look like you're doing much better stay awake you don't know the day or the hour it's like jesus sending the 72 out just tell them they don't even realize how near the kingdom is to their very every everyday lives so that's our little handbook to get us going into advent i know it's the big picture but here we are, day one, let's make the very best of it that we can. Stay awake, you don't realize what's going on, it takes a little practice, be looking for him because he's very, very close. That should keep us busy. Let's profess our faith together. We believe in one God, the Father the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth.